I'm in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. You ain't cooking up. We cooking up, chopping up. D King. Lay down. Traps out, raps out, Don and the King. Gone do it. Do it. Peace, 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 and welcome back to Chopping It Up with the Conduit, Season 3. This is Episode 8, and today's special guest is music programmer and curator, podcast producer, featuring Mika. First, I would like to thank my tribe, executive producer, Mika Sunga, you're the best, graphics and promo visuals, Mad Urgency Myron, was actually in the building. Peace, good to see you. And on video, Adam 7X, aka Mecha Godzilla. <clears throat> a huge thank you to our family of sponsors, Grown Fresh NYC. As y'all already know, I rep to death. You know, you can hit them up on their IG or go to grownfreshnyc.com and order shirts, hoodies, and hats. Um, also, big up to Street Fatigues. So, what's the scenario? House of Customs. And that's K Customs, House of Customs with MD. And you can find them on our website, ChoppingItUpPodcast.com. And there we go already. Peace to everybody joining us in the building. Um, I want to bring in our special guest. All right, everybody, y'all see who we got in here, Mika Sunga, music programmer, curator, and podcast producer. Um, thank you for joining us on uh, Chopping It Up this Sunday. Thank you having me yeah definitely had to celebrate you I already told you what time it is and um you know had to definitely celebrate the team since we're in our third season so it's all good right yeah she is no stranger to hip-hop community if you are truly in the know she worked with some of the best from Dev Jux, Fats Beat Distribution, Fool's Gold Records and the legendary Combat Jack show a leading woman in this industry behind the scenes music programmer and curator, podcast producer, consultant, plus many, many more. Please welcome featuring Mika. <laughs> All right, thank, you, thank you. That was a beautiful, that was a beautiful intro. Uh, you're, more than, you're more than welcome. Um, I always try to do my due diligence with each guest that we have. So yes. as you already know, you're the one who suggested season three be you know, behind the MC. So it's only right that we definitely speak to you because you definitely have your finger on the culture. So are you ready to go? Yeah, well, before we start, okay. I wanted to um, do a little cheers to hey. season three because shit. Um, <laughs> you know what? A lot of podcasts don't do that. Oh, wait, you're drinking before me. God. Yeah, I needed to see. all up in there you were you're celebrating before all this okay okay <laughs> yay thank you thank you thank you yes this is this is good yeah sake y'all here you should get that in your life okay yes i'm ready all Let's right go. so your love for hip-hop comes from a very different angle rather than the norm you know besides hailing from yonkers in your hometown obvious heroes the locks was the first MC or group that made you go down the rabbit hole? Oof. Okay. So, I mean, I, I, I guess it, it, there were two parts to this. Okay. So the first part would have to be like, okay, the first time I listened to real like 
hip hop and really started understanding it mm-hmm. was when I started listening to Black Sheep, which was mm-hmm. my my sister's first CD that I ever bought her. Okay, <laughs> I was super young. I was super excited. Um, and it had the parental advisory on it. And I was like, oh, yay, I need to buy it and all this. And I had to get my dad to help me. But mm-hmm. so that so Black Sheep kind of gave me that intro to that, like, you know, the 90s classic kind of hip hop. But then, you know, in the 2000s, it kind of kind of like strayed from what I guess. Uh, I don't say. <laughs> Speak the truth. No, I'm gonna say like you know, 2000s were like what the glitzy shit, you know the um, you know the the big lights and the dancing and suit ever. Yes, the shiny shit exactly. And so I think during that time was where I really started being like, you know what, hip hop was really it, it. it just wasn't fulfilling like that need that I wanted. Like it wasn't doing some, like it wasn't hitting me the way that, you know, Wu-Tang hit me, you mm-hmm. know? And so I think I got a mixtape um, in college and I think it was Cannibal Ox was on it. Mm. And I think that was where it all began was the Cannibal Ox era. Um, because that was, you know, that was, I think that was my, that was the entrance to okay. where it led me now. And I think that's where I like, you know, I always give it up to that person that gave me that mixtape because without that, it, it wouldn't have went down. Cause I think Cannibal Ox was one of those, um, I don't know, their, their album was so different. It wasn't that shiny suit and all that shit. So yeah, it was dark. It was dark. It was it was gritty it was it was grimy it was like yeah i wanted that that's what wu-tang was that was like what onyx was kind of you know and then i started learning more about you know that's like like that underground new york hip-hop like music peace to the brother m wreck m wreck tv man y'all make sure y'all check them out man that's one of my brothers and supporters of chopping it up with the conduit so you said it was Cannibal Ox and shout out to Vortal Mega and all them. Um, it's kind of connected to them by uh, working with, uh, you know, Man Bites Dog Records back in 2013. And, you know, my introduction was, of course, Cannibal Ox because they did work with them. You know, he released the album on there. So peace to the God, Vishnu Allah. You know what I'm saying? I already know what it is. Um, so what was it? about the dev jokes the fat beats and the fool's goals of the worlds that intrigued you but then turn around to be a part of their history <laughs> i mean oh yeah. The, yeah how did that alignment come about i mean jesus that was okay <laughs> it i guess it was really different back then um I don't know if it, if it's the same way, but like I, I was like I got out of college. I didn't know what I wanted to do with myself. I was like, oh my god, and I was like, yo, I really fuck with Def Jux. Like, okay, they're in New York. Um, let me see if I could like I could I could fuck with them. So what I did was I just went into their website and I went into their info <laughs> info <Okay. laughs> at defjux.com. <laughs> and I sent them this whole ass like you know email being like hey I listen to your music 
this, this, and that. I was like, yo, I would love to be part, you know, of Def Jux if you have any openings, like blah, 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 blah. And that's when they were like, well, we don't have any jobs, but we have an internship if you want to join. And I was like, mm -hmm. yes. And so, you know, I started going into like that whole like, oh, Def Jux, Fat Beats kind of like group of of people like that kind of crew like that that i don't know it was i guess it was kind of like this whole culture you know it was a different culture it wasn't like the the hip-hop that you would listen to on the radio but it was exactly underground shit and it was like wow this is like some real so it was like it i felt like i was part of this secret society yeah. and i was like oh, yeah some niche music yeah and i was like and nobody really knows about it and you know like when people told me like oh there's no good hip-hop out there i was like no there is you just you just haven't heard it and so you know the introduction to you know the deaf jokes family and then you know leaving there and being like oh god what do i do now like it was kind of this transition where a lot of people ended up going to um fat beats mm -hmm. so i didn't go automatically to fat beats i was actually going to um i ended up okay it was a really weird i ended up at power 105 so which is you know the hip-hop station in new york if people aren't from there right um so i was at power 105 before power 105 was like you huge. know a huge threat um so you know it was just starting out and it was it was dope that was a fun 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 thing and um you know i was like oh this is really cool blah blah, blah. um but i still like it was too the hip-hop wasn't the hip-hop i was listening to it was like, too mainstream it was too mainstream and Top i was like yeah. yeah and i was like yo i need to go back to where i you know i really like the i love the music that i really love and so you know again there was i was like yo what do i do and i was like yo fat beats and I was like, Fappy's also had like some of the, you know, some artists that I really fucked with too. Like, I know, you know, DJ Eclipse was part yes. of Fappy's and I was a huge fan of nonfiction. Like that album was also on that mixtape that uh, was given to me. So it wasn't just like, you know, it was Cannibal Ox, nonfiction. And, you know, they were both in that like dark, like, you know, dark grimy kind of thing. And um, the person that did make that mixtape for me understood like why you know what type of hip-hop would appeal to me mm -hmm. so i was like wow so it was a very catered mixtape i love that i love that <laughs> um sorry it's okay um uh, uh, but yeah so then you know so i was like let me see what i could do and so when i was doing the whole thing for <laughs> fabies i did this crazy crazy thing so i i did a mail in i mailed in my resume Oh. I didn't even I didn't even email them. I emailed them after I mailed it, like saying, "Hey, I sent it. I sent you like mail, physical I, copy." Yeah, I was like, "I hope you could, you know, you'll help you see it." And what I did was I did this crazy ass collage um, mm -hmm. for the for the um, the envelope. So I, you know, I took a bunch of shit. I put shit together. You know, I made it. It was really dope. It was. I wish I took a picture. My mom was trying to take a picture, but I was like, "Stop it! Let me just stick my resume in there. Okay. <laughs> let me just do it." Because I was like, "Whatever." I was like, you know, in college they were like, "Oh, you gotta stand out." You know, everybody's sending in mail and everybody's emailing and doing this and that. And I was like, "Well, how do I? How do I stand out?" So I was like, "Let me use what you know 
I'm good at. And I was like, I'm good at making collages. I was like, you know, it's different. It's me. I was like, you know, this is a, a kind of messy and kind of cool. That's that's me in a in a nice. I mean, that's <laughs> creative because not many people think about things like that when they're trying to apply for a job. They just usually, you know, um, I get what is it? Just like what is it? Uh, file in line with everybody else. You know what I mean? Just not thinking out of the box. And it's usually the ones who think outside of the box that get noticed. Yeah. And, I, you know, I don't know if it would work today. No, that, <laughs> I don't know if you could. Today is something different. But yes. <laughs> yeah, like today, I don't think you could just do that shit and, and get like a fucking dope ass internship somewhere. But um, <laughs> luckily, during my, my time, I, I was lucky enough to have that. And I was like, oh, so I, you know, ended up at Fat Beats Distribution, which is, you know, a little bit different from Fat Beats the store. So there was two different locations. So I was in their Brooklyn location, um, but I would be at the store, you know, here and there. I would go after work and stuff, and you know, chill out and you know, kick it with with some of the some of the the staff, the people staff and so on and staff, so forth. And the you know the people that just came through, like just people that kicked it with us like every fucking night, you know. Can you name um, some of any legendary MCs or DJs who would have came through and just you know kicked it at the time? Or who you would thought they would be, who they are now? I mean, like, oh my god, I, I know Premier kicked it with us for a little mm -hmm. bit when he came, which you know I was, I mean, I guess he went there more, you know, because he was friends with the clip, so it wasn't anything right. when he came through and just kicked it, like. But for me, <laughs> right. oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously that's not. <laughs> was not doing that. I mean, I have obviously more composure, but inside my head, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, and um, I mean, that's with anybody because a lot of people, you already know they try to play it cool, but oh. when they see their heroes or somebody that, you know, they never thought that they would see in real life, you know, inside the heart is racing <laughs> and their mind is going through the little, you know, brain explosion emoji type yeah. shit. So I, I get it. Oh, my God. I, I like even you know sometimes today I still have that thing I'm like Ooh, you know yeah. <laughs> and I'm like but you know at the same time it's like yo of course I'm gonna look at you you're famous <laughs> anyway mm -hmm. so like you know Primo we had like even DJ Evil D came through I was like oh, you know and I, I I was like oh shit you know <laughs> yeah um we had like who else was there I think I don't think um I don't know. DJ Brace, oh, yeah. who is on here. DJ Brace is dope. Um, and shout out to him. He he sent me a uh, a controller, I believe it is. Right. So, you know, trying to trying to trying, trying to be a DJ, right? Chicka chicka what? Um. Right, new, <laughs> so shout out to DJ new, Brace. New hobby. DJ Brace, uh, you know, DMC, uh, fucking champion. Uh, DJ Ease, who was also like an intern, he was he was there. And now he's also like ki killing it. He's, you know, Young and May's DJ. He's like right now he's doing some type of um series right now that he's going in. Um, well, Brace is saying Evil D in the place. Yeah. Oh, Evil D too. Yo, shout out to Evil D. Like all that, you know, like and that and that's the whole thing. Like these people that you know. I look at, and I was like, oh my God, you know, the DMC champion, like, you know, oh my God, it was, you know, Smith and Wesson, like, Duck Down, like, everybody from Duck Down and this and that, like, 
to me, those were the people that were like, got my heart racing. Like when yeah. I was at power, <laughs> sadly enough, I'd be like, oh, it's 50 cent. <laughs> Even though he, you know, <laughs> I feel, <laughs> I you, I feel you. It, it was definitely a different type of line, but so let's. I, I already get how you feel about the quote-unquote majors uh, versus the independence, as a certain dude from another station would say. So I, I, I get what you're saying on that. Um, I want to move to behind the scenes because most don't really know. You know, you launched Music Choices first 24-7 interactive network. What was, what was the process of implementing such a huge transition to that music channel? So, you know, Music Choice, if no one knows what that is, is like the video channel where they just have like a picture and they play music or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, usually it doesn't have anything except for like information about the artist. It's super very, like, you know, super like plain. Yeah, I feel you. Um, so you know we wanted to launch something that was more for like the children and more like made sense during that time so we were like well we should do videos we have the access to it um and then it was like okay how do we put the interactive part to it you know so you know how do you end up like putting in twitter and and voting aspects mm. and this and that and so you know there was a lot of engineers speaking and you know a lot of things that were being tested and this and that i don't even know how or what was going on but i know they were, i was in every meeting i was figuring out every like thing possible like testing everything and it was so confusing it was super confusing i didn't know what i was doing at the time like you know i was an assistant manager um mm. so you know i was super super junior and um i was like uh okay what do i what do i do um okay and so i i ended up having to like you know i learned a lot from my my boss um shout out to breeze she's amazing um and she she really taught me everything mm -hmm. like she taught me everything and you know at the time she left um she left during um the the transition of us going through this thing and like, you know, having it become, you know, a, an interactive uh, network. So, you know, it was, it was a really scary time because I was by myself. Mm. Um, and so everything that I learned, I had to really put into place. And at that time, I also had to really like, I really had to like, um, I really had to like make a voice for myself. And that was where I was like, okay, I have to believe in what I believe in because mm -hmm. there's no one else right now. It's just, it's just me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just me. So that was like the the first thing. And then, you know, eventually I, I started getting like a team and this and that. And, you know, eventually it, it worked out, but it was, it was a lot of stress and a lot of, you know, weekends and nights at music choice like busting my fucking ass like i, mm. I busted my ass right. um so yeah it was it was successful for a while um and then eventually i i left and i i left it to my assistant who was amazing she now is at viacom right now so okay. shout out to her she's doing very well okay you know, family tree family tree that's how it goes <laughs> 
Well, that's how you're supposed to do a little bit of quote unquote nepotism. Of course, of okay. course. So let's talk about, you know, Fuse, Fuse TV's Fuse Media. Oh, yeah. You know, you came in as music strategy manager. Yes. You know, what was it that Fuse was trying to do at that time, you know, during this transition? And what did they feel, you know, your talents were to help them make a change? Okay. So Fuse. I, you know, if you guys are even, uh, like, if people have not. Thanks, like, Bayani. <laughs> if if um, y'all, y'all don't know Fuse, it, it, at the time was, uh, all, like, you know, alt rock stage. Yeah, I love, by the way, pardon for me cutting you off. I love Fuse TV just for, you know, the skateboarding content that they had. You know, that was one of the main reasons why I watched that channel, so. You know, if people really were in the know about Fuse TV and things of that nature, then I'm sure they would catch on. I so mean, go ahead. I was a fan of Dance Off Pants Off. Okay. That was my show. <laughs> and if anyone knows what that is, it was random at night and it'd be random people dancing and they would just be taking their pants off and it was really odd. <laughs> but I was into it. Um, so <laughs> I, I, um, <laughs> Anyway, that's beyond. <laughs> hmm. So anyway, went to um, Fuse, and they, I guess they decided, they realized that obviously hip-hop was a huge, you know, a huge, like, genre, and it was of becoming, quote-unquote, mainstream, so they wanted to change their format. So they decided, they had this new um, channel called... Uh, Oh my god, what was it called? Oh my god, they're gonna kill me. Anyway. <laughs> There's another few. It's all good. <laughs> anyway, um, so I was programming for that and it was basically all just like um it was all hip hop and I turned like fuse around making it, you know, like a hip hop channel. Like I started, you know, if you went to fuse like the regular channel as well, like their music blocks were, you know rhythmic which people use call it but like you know it it was just like i really tried to keep it as you know hip-hop and fresh and like you know i was doing a lot of like panels at the time and i was really out there like you know getting their name out there letting mm -hmm. people know that like fuse isn't just like hit, you know rock right now it's, right it's more or alt or things of that nature mm -hmm. right and i was so also i also because of that i also got a chance to figure out what I wanted to put on the channel. So I was also in charge of like the movies, you know, that came out I was one part of the team that like, you know, watched the movies and rated like, you know, s said whether or not they made sense for the network. And like, you know, I was also the person that, you know, I did that for the TV series. I did that for like all that stuff. So like I was part of like different teams. I also was part of the teams that came up with shows. Mm. So one of the shows that we had was um for uh, uh what is it the read um and i pushed that i was uh i was there for you know i was like they wanted something that was you know cool and you know kids could relate to but it wasn't like you know it wasn't too you know catchy or cliche or whatever and like they were looking at different podcasts and i was like well have you ever seen the read and they were like oh my god so the read was something that like I put out there and before I left, I think that was the last, that was the last thing they signed their contract. 
and you know they have their their episode out there so that was i was dope um shout out to crystal and you know fury like they they're killing it um you know they they put it out there so congratulations to them yes very long uh uh, successful long-running podcast i'm correct yeah yeah they're they've been around for a while they you know they really push the culture you know they they really put it out there they put their they put their heart out there on the on the out there and like people respond and i love that about them they're so they're so real they are real they're like the read is real well did you ever think you would be in this position where you help steer the culture you know hip-hop and r&b to be specific i mean let's let's really talk about it because i know that you know there's always names put out there but you know you know how they say it's I don't like the saying behind every great man, there's a great woman, but, you know, in this instance, you know, behind the scenes, you're literally putting your fingerprint on the culture and help steering it in a, in a direction that, you know, where people can get it. You understand what I'm saying? So like, did you ever think you would ever be in this position? No, (laughs) absolutely not. I, I, you know, I was, the you know the chick from Yonkers that you know went to college upstate New York shit I fucking you know dabbled in mad drug I was partying doing my shit you know like having my fun like I never thought about like oh at one point in my life I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking like help the the culture or like push anything like I never even thought about that you know what I'm saying like this is like you know at the time you didn't see a lot of like especially in underground hip-hop like i didn't see many women i didn't see i didn't see any filipino women that's for damn sure i didn't see you know so for me i was like what you know can i even make it to like you know it took a while till somebody shook my hand at fat beats you know or recognized that i was somebody that even you know worked there like people had no idea i worked there people disregarded me like it was one of those things where like i i didn't think i didn't you know and then i i i started doubting myself mm-hmm. and that was where i was like oh yeah 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 i'm gonna step back like oh you know the men gotta do you know the men thing first and then and then i'll come in and maybe they'll maybe they'll dat me up or maybe they'll give me a hug but you know it was me waiting it was me like oh okay let me let me just wait for them to do it um so yeah me moving a culture me being able to be like yo i put people on like no i would never have thought that shit. like are you serious like (laughs) i mean i don't even think i do that now like you know i you know at at fuse i didn't even think about it like you know the first time benny the butcher like his first video came out on fuse i was the first person to do that shit and i was like yo i you know i was pushing him hard i was like yo you know i was shout out to steve you know and the, the whole bsf team like yeah. yo, they're yeah. doing shit. shout out to jake my brother jake. Oh, yeah, jake like you know and they like i was helping them out i was like yo this is what needs to happen i was like let me put this shit in blah 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 and I remember when he posted it and I was like, what the fuck? And like, I yeah. woke up that morning and like, 
everybody's retweeting it everybody's like putting it on their timeline on instagram on Facebook. i was like what the i was bombarded and i was like wow that's super dope um and it, it's dope for me like that's that's what i want want to do like i it was all i want to do is help those artists that i really believe in get yeah. to that level and now you know coming from the underground like um coming from the underground you know i want to make sure that those voices get heard so when i came to fuse and when i go to like you know a music choice like i made sure there were pockets where i could like put things in and you know so like at i think music choice i started um fucking with stone's throw so mm. at the time havana joe was at at the, at the <laughs> havana joe was working at stone's throw shout out to havana joe who's my brother right now he's you know family so you know we linked up there and that was you know trying to get stone throw music onto like music choice and this and that and getting like all this stuff ready and then you know moving on and progressing into like you know fuse and trying to get you know music out there and like you know everyone's moving you know nobody stays in one job forever in the music industry some people do but like you know most of the time you're moving around so people are getting new jobs so your network is like evolving right. and it's evolving with you you know everybody's getting you know at a point that's just bigger and bigger and like yeah. you know everybody i know is just like oh my god like i'm honored to know these people like <laughs> you know they're like holy shit i'm looking up to them like oh god like i hope i could make a difference and that's 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 really all i want to do is make a difference and that's why like you know being a programmer like i i didn't realize the power that i hey, i have to exactly. put somebody on exactly um, and how important that is and you know so once i started realizing like the power i have like i was like yo i could really do something like i could do something for this industry like it doesn't have to just be mainstream shit we don't have to just listen to that yeah like, we don't have to listen to the top 40 all the time the same oh. six songs every day yeah. or every hour exactly. i feel you yo shout out to our family my brother yes. jay Perry, who's in the building my brother guy rute the, the visionary um yes. you know y'all I know my man Jay Period. He's the uh, legendary mixtape master. He got the new album out. You know, story to tell. That is, you know, narrated by the uh, great Dave Chappelle. So y'all make sure y'all check out my brother. We got some great work coming. And so uh, I just wanted to definitely plug our family in because they were shouting. That's how. Of course, of course. Good. Definitely. So I mean, you were touching on fat beats. So let's bring that back because you helped plan and execute the fat beats 15 year anniversary <laughs> what went into that and what were some of the obstacles you incurred oh my god yeah <laughs> okay so i don't know what i decided shout out to uh cassie who is in here she she popped up because okay. she she's definitely my my partner in crime this is when we started like this is how all this what was it called? It was a Casmic starter, which is our, okay. <laughs> which is our, our our party planning. So this is this is how it kind of all came together. But anyway, back to get up. You know, I'm working at Fabby's Distribution. They're talking about the 15 year anniversary. There's a bunch of shit going on. I was like, you know, Eclipse is trying to get things together, but you know, he was busy doing you know the radio station and this and that. So I was like, all right. 
I was like, yeah, hey, okay, can, can I help? Can I, can I do something? Is there anything that, you know, and they were like, oh, okay, just find a venue. And I was like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, going to places. So, you know, it's fun. You, you check out locations. You talk right. to the people, blah, blah, blah. Found a venue. Super fucking dope. Down in the Lower East Side. Like, perfect location. Like, super low-key. Had a back area for, like, you know, for artists if they want to stay in the back. And then, you know, obviously, like, the front, whatever. So I had to, like, you know. And then they were like, okay, well, I, we need you to negotiate. And I was like, negotiate mm-hmm. what? They're like, okay, so this is the budget. And this is what we want. And this is how it is. So I'm there. I'm talking to this one dude back and forth, back and forth. We have email chains. We on the phone. We doing this. I was like, all right. Mind you, at the time, like, you know, I'm young. I'm young. This, I'm young. This is one of my, like, first times doing any. So I'm not up on, I'm like, oh, we need contracts. Right. We need to, like, do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm putting down payments. I'm sending in checks. I'm doing this. I'm like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so the day of, uh, the day of. Of the show. <laughs> yeah, let's get to it. The day of the show. The guy that I was corresponding with uh, was on vacation. What? Uh, the dude was not to be found. The people that worked there were like, what are you talking about? There's no party. And I was like, what are you we talk, what do you mean there's no party? And they were like, oh, there's no party. There was nothing booked, blah, 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 blah. What are you talking about? My, like, so, so I, I okay. I just did this media training. <laughs> and I realized that I, I do think in like a hundred million different like ways, okay? Right. So thank God I do because I decided back then to print out my emails mm. to make sure that I had a paper trail. But I had like yes, paper trails. I didn't have everything, but I had a lot of what we needed. Enough. Yes, and so they were like, oh, "Okay, blah blah blah." So that was another thing. Like that was another like, "Yo, I had to put like I had to." to voice myself and that was something again nothing that i've never like i never did that before i never had to speak and i never had to be like yo this is what's happening like this has to happen there's nothing about you know like so i was nervous and my friend was like oh you got this yo you gotta do it do it do it i was like okay i got it (laughs) and i did like you know so i i really got into this thing and i was like yo this shit is fun as fuck i was like oh i got this i was like yo i'm a boss Hey, hey, hey. And I was like, yo, with my interns to work. I got my shit. I was like, yo, we did this, we did that, we did this. I was like, yo, this is what this is what needed to happen. I was like, I needed to see this. And like, yes. Um, so it was, it was, it was, you know, very, very it was a it was eye opening, you know. It was something that I never thought that I would do. I never thought that I could actually i didn't think i was going to be helping on that level of like putting it all together getting the guest list together put it you know like i had it's a lot yeah and i was like yo and i've never thought about it and so like and then i was doing all the dj sets so you know we booked it was spinna it was um evil d mm. and it was uh um pre primo okay and you know i was i was bugging out you know so evil d was the first to to come through he he did his thing i was like all right in between each one i was like yo i have a set for each um dj that worked 
at Fat Beats too, because I was like, yo, you guys need to be part of it. Like, it doesn't make any sense that you, you don't have all of, you know, like these people work for you and they're talented. So they need to be, you know, seen. So I had the art. So I had like a whole DJ line set up, like set list, all this shit. Yo, it was crazy. It was crazy. And then like, yo, it, it all worked in out. That's what I was about to say in the end, it literally worked out. No one knew anything. Like I was completely like, no one knew I was losing my mind except for my interns. Shout out to my interns at the time. Um, that came Marco, <laughs> okay. who was helping me out. I know he's on, like, he definitely was, he didn't, he actually had no idea he was there, but we had pictures. So <laughs> he was, and I think he was working the line. I think I was definitely trying to, um, yeah, I was, I was, everything was going crazy. But when I looked at it at the end of the day, like, it was fucking dope. Like, DJ Premier was DJing and he was speaking out of his like fucking like he didn't have a mic, but he was speaking through his like uh, headphones. And mm. I was like, what? And I remember there was a T-shirt that fucking Stone's Throw had about that. And I was like, oh, my God, I've never seen that before. <gasps> this is fucking, you know, in my head, I was like, you know, a moment like that was a moment for me. Like, wow, this is like, I don't think I'll ever see. Supreme, like on a fucking you know in this little ass joint in the lower east side yeah you know djing this fucking go with like planet asia and fucking all these fucking people that were just coming through for the anniversary and everybody's you know fucked up and happy and music and you know it was just beautiful it was beautiful that that moment to me was like amazing well that's definitely a highlight that you know I think you can take down because it's, you know, that's history. And a lot of people talk about, you know, fat beats as, you know, being, a, you know, an institution, you know, to yeah. the culture. So, you know, to for you to have your hand in that, like I said, it's, it's just, you know, another notch on your belt, which I think is pretty dope. Um, you know, music programming and curation always has its integral part to the business. Can you expound on what a typical day is for you? <laughs> um okay well a lot uh, I, I okay um i guess what a, a music programmer does it, it's all very 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 different okay um depending on where you work obviously so i've i've been lucky enough to just be on the video side and all that stuff not the audio side but like the video side and you know we have you know, people think, oh, music program, you just stick everything into a playlist, you put it in and right. program it, and that's it. And it's it's not that. It's, you know, and everyone's like, oh, you have such an easy job. And... <laughs> to the outside, it might look it. Come on. Yeah, no, and it does look, oh my God, it looks easy. It's like, oh yeah, you just get to watch videos all day. And yes, that is a huge part of my day. I do listen, I watch videos. I watch music videos for a lot of my day. But then I also, you know, I I have to take meetings with artists to talk about, you know, you know, getting a page or, you know, helping them do something with, you know, whatever it is that they need help with. And then I have, you know, meetings with labels and making sure that, you know, we're on point with them with the marketing and making sure that playlists are aligning at the same time and all this stuff. And then we have, you know, other things. So like, not really, 
be like a day for me but like like, you know it is a lot of programming and like you know putting together a playlist sounds really easy and yeah you might think that until someone's like yeah i would like a summer playlist with you know just this this and that and you're just like oh okay or i want you know a july 4th playlist and you're like what july right. 4th what you mean july 4th what you do with july 4th <laughs> who's got a music video about july and then you think about it you know and you're like huh, what is it, you know, like, you think about these things, and you're like, oh, this is really different, and like, you know, yeah, I do hip-hop and R&B, but it's not, you know, I'm not programming to myself, right, so this, this playlist isn't my playlist, this isn't something that I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, this is my music, this is how I like, this is what I listen to, but you think about it, it's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm playlisting for my audience, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This is something like, okay, I'm looking at it as, you know, my, my audience. I'm like, okay, what would I listen to if I was, you know, 18 year old, like male, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I have to get into that mindset. Like I have to be like, okay, who is this? Who, who am I, who am I, who am I like go gearing to? Who is this? And, you know, it takes a lot of like, you know, you have to take out your personal yeah and your personal bias yeah and you gotta be like, like all right is this something that you know if i was listening to it as them would i find it to be good and so you know i'm always like yo let me you know i'm trying to go to those shows with the you know all the young artists now because i need to know i need to know right. what's mm -hmm. what's popping what let me see like and i'm down with it like you know there is a place for that and like i'm okay with it like you know, I have a playlist where, you know, I have a bunch of different things going on. Like, you know, I, I kind of just throw shit into one thing. And like, I like to listen to it because it's kind of where my mind is. Like, it's always like, you know, going different places. And so my playlist, like a personal playlist for me has a different, like a hundred million different things going on, <laughs> but it's good for me. Like, and that's the thing, like, I know exactly what I'm doing for myself and I would never put that out as a playlist <laughs> for anybody else because I know I'm not curating for me. I'm curating, you know, for a, a broader audience, you know? So yeah, it's, it's a long process. The day takes a long time, you know, and, and programming is a lot of thought. There's a lot of thought behind it. See, so it's just like how I was speaking to you about that is like, um, you could say you're somewhat of a DJ in a different capacity. Mm -hmm. It's like the DJ breaks the record, but here you are, you're helping break new artists. Yeah. It, that's kind of how I started thinking about it. Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, programmer, programmer. But then I was like, well, I'm kind of like a DJ. I'm, you know, you know, back then, back when I was younger, I really wanted to be a DJ. I just couldn't afford getting, like, the whole thing. Yeah, like, I couldn't get any of that stuff. So I was like... <laughs> You know, I, I, I had my friends who had it and like, I would, you know, go up there, play a little bit here and there and I would get booed off, which was fine because that's real. Your friends really should tell you. Yeah, you your talk. friends should tell you yes. what's up because a lot of you rappers out here got yes. some yes men out here tell you yes. this stuff is, is gold and it's, it's really not. fool's gold. So yeah, please listen to your friends if yeah. you have some real friends in your circle. Yes. Thank you. And that that is how it is. Like, I you know, and I, I've always come to that like... If you want my real opinion, I always ask, do you want my real opinion or you want me to say something else? But, you know, I am also like, you know, I'm I'm sitting there like, you know, listening 
I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's let's move on to this side of things, the podcast side of things. Oh yes, yes you yes, had yes. your hand on a lot of dope content, but I want you to talk about your involvement with the iconic Combat Jack show. Oh yes, um, that was oh my god. I mean, obviously, like how could I not? You know, how could I not like? I mean, thank. Thank you, King. Thank you, like comment. Thank you, like Mena. Like they, yeah. they all believed in me. I was really lucky for that. Like I didn't think, you know, at the time I was at Fool's Gold, um, you know, and I was like, like yo, I really want to work for the Combat Jack show. Like, you know, they really are hitting things that, that, like, you know, really mean something to me. They like link with artists with that I believe in and all this stuff. And so like. I wanted to be part of that. Like I wanted to be like, you know, I I went to school for broadcasting, uh, specifically mm. for radio. So, you know, my whole life was like, I wanted to be in radio. I wanted to be a DJ. I wanted to be that person that broke records like that. You know, this, so this is, this is something I thought of forever. forever. This is something forever. So, you know, when radio kind of took this, this, you know, where yeah. people are like, yeah, I'm not really fucking with radio anymore because the music sucks because it's the same song every five minutes. It was like, okay, well, where are people going now? And it's like, oh, podcasting. And yeah, maybe you didn't put music to it, but like it was a radio, like talk radio to me. That was like what I was thinking of. And I was like, well, well this is interesting. And that, you know, and I was like, well, I want to be part of something that I really believe in. And so obviously the fucking, you know, Combat Jack show is the legendary like thing and i was like well how do i get into that and so hmm. funny enough at the time i was working at power i was friends with someone that worked in it and you know i was always friends with the it guys because you know i don't know I'm, I'm dorky and geeky like that and you know it was cool i love i love it people they 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 make me laugh <laughs> so i was friends with like you know the it dude and he was telling me about you know his his cousin i was like oh cousin whatever whatever he's like yeah you know send him your resume he works for pnc radio and i was like PNC <laughs> radio and i was like oh 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 yes, I would like to work at PNC Radio. This sounds amazing. PNC, who the fuck does it? And so I was like, "Who's yeah, your the cousin? legendary PNC?" For those who are not in tune. Oh yeah, it, it was up. It, that was the hub. That was where everything happened. Like that was that was the it spot. Yeah. So I um yeah. So he was like, "Yeah, my my cousin is a king," and he called. And I was like, "A king." okay cool I'll, I'll send an email whatever and you know so i sent an email i didn't hear back i'm like, okay whatever um and then during the time at fool's gold i was going to a3c and at a3c you know obviously the combat jack show was out there yeah. and i was like oh bet i was like all right let me see so king was actually there and he was you know in front of me and he was going he was in the he was going to the elevator we're all going and at the time it was at this hotel where everybody was in the yeah. same hotel yeah, everybody the same hotel, which was awesome and so like you know you're waiting for the elevator you could be in the elevator with jay electronica or whatever artist like black thought or whatever so i was like oh my god so king ended up being in this elevator and so 
my boyfriend at the time was like oh and so he introduced us and he was like yo king i think my my girl knows your cousin and he was like oh really and so this is how me and king started speaking and so i was like yeah i know your cousin blah 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 works at power this is and that he was like oh shit blah blah i was like yeah you know i sent you you know an email while ago blah blah you know i was trying to talk to uh yeah, I was, you know, you know, I, I know, you know, you're at the Combat Jack show, like, I would love to, you know, see if you guys have anything, like, you know, let's speak, whatever. He was like, oh, that's dope, whatever. He's like, yo, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll send you out, blah, blah. So, you know, come back to New York, I'm really hyped, I'm like, all right, you know, doing this, doing that, and, uh, you know, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. And, like, you know, it did come back, and then eventually, you know, I get this email, and it was like, yo, come through to the studio. Mm. Oh, shit. I go through the studio, you know, I'm in, you know, I'm talking to King, I'm talking to a couple other people from the studio, some of the engineers, I'm like, oh, you know, everyone's mad chill, I was like, all right, you know, um, and I was like, okay, let me, let me do this, so I, you know, come back, they're like, oh, we fuck with you, come back, and that was when I, I got my interview, and my interview was really intense, like, everybody was in the studio, it was like about five other people that worked on the show, one of them was recording me. Um, Reggie just got out of one of his interviews with um, rapper Big Pooh. Mm -hmm. um, Peace so to rapper Big Pooh. So he was there also sitting. Um, and so Reggie starts uh, interviewing you. Right there on the spot. And, you know, asking me all these hard questions about why he should hire me and what the what, what was I bringing to the, to the Combat Jack show. And I was like, freaking out and like everyone just like and he was like i, I do this to everyone and i was like this is so this is terrifying i don't know what i do but you know i i put on my big girl panties and i was like you know what and i said my shit and i said why well, i wanted to be there you know i you know threw in the fat beast i threw in the death jugs yeah i had to do it but you know what it was like you know they were like oh you you seem dope why the fuck not so you know i joined that team and it was like wow yeah I didn't know like you know there was a lot of us like we we were doing a lot of shit um i met amazing people like i met the most amazing people through the combat chat show like same here that uh that show is something that i still you know listen to on a daily because you know i try to study you know what i'm in now thanks to you um I, I can't thank Osei enough, um, Premium P, Dallas Penn, Ben uh, Amin, Mena. I mean, Mena, A King. I mean, the list goes on and on with those guys. And um, they've been super solid and supportive. And it just shows what's out here, what Reggie has done. I call him the podcast godfather. Oh, yeah. I understand that there might have been, a, a you know, some people who might have been there before him, but. He was the one to definitely bring it through, you know, yeah. and and elevate it to uh, to a state where people can actually, you know, make a living off this or just, mm -hmm. you know, this is some sort of ther therapy, you know, for people mm -hmm. to, in order to enjoy certain things or get things off their chest where it's needed. So yeah, I'm super thankful for the Combat Jack show indeed. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a definite, I mean, we met yeah. through, I mean, we're oddly enough through the combat jack show you know and so like I, I i you know there are so many people and i think you know all the 
Okay, so you know, I've been through, you know, I've, I've got a lot of jobs. I, I've been in a lot of places, and I think like the the tightest family that I I made was through the combat jacket. You know, like yeah. the people that I I really connected with and are still friends with, you know, are the people from the Combat Jack show. And like Indeed. those, you know, those connections and like, I I would never trade those for the world. Like amazing people like, oh my God, April Walker, Guy, like, you yes. know, the tour, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like- Be cornered. People yeah. that are in our lives now. Yeah. Jay Slayer, like grown fresh, like right. all of these people, like, you know yes. what I'm saying? And so like, you know, they, those are family like they are family for me so you know shout out to them like and so i'm thankful and you know when i hear people talk about you know reggie and tell me about the stories that they had like the conversations that they had and how they pushed through because of him and how you know he's implemented this and that for you know for themselves and i see like what they're doing like it makes me smile you know like i i watched someone like he was talking about like he he wanted to start an app and he started an app and like it it grew like it was big it was you know whatever and he had parties and he was doing all these things and i was like yo reggie reggie's fucking proud like i know yeah. for a fact you know and it was all because of him and that's why he did it he and was i was smart. like oh, that's... yeah and it was just like wow like he he impacted so many people without really realizing it and you know it's beautiful to see it it's beautiful yeah, you see a lot of his fruit. The fruit of his labor is definitely out here. Um, well, you know, how, with IG, they really oh, only yeah. give us roughly about an hour to rock. So, um, you know, I wanted to thank you for joining me on this today because we were focusing this season, as you suggested, you know, people behind the MC. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we spoke with, you know, visionaries, you know, such as Guy Rute and, you know, CEO like big block ESC to yeah. super producers, you know, job born and Dedrick, you know, mm. even to brand specialist, you know, Dub Clark, you know, journalist and photographer. So, you know, just wanted to bring different elements and it was only right to celebrate you and bring you on. But at the same time, you know, we're in our third season and I really think that we're on to something because, you know, uh, just from the people's feedback, I, I, I think, you know, we have a lot more to show and prove. Oh, and, hell yeah. You know, and people don't even fucking know. Right. Four season coming up. You don't even know who our guests are. Exactly. For so just, last, just yeah, just stay point, tuned. Y'all have to fucking, like, yo, I mean, you know, this, thank you. Thank you for having me because, you know, obviously you have legends on your shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So for you to even ask me, like, thank you. I appreciate you, like, of course. Um, and, you know, working on this podcast has been so much fun. Like, you know, trial and error, yeah. we, you know, we did so, well, I was like, well, I don't know, let's, let's, let's see, you know, and like, I'm putting in the, the knowledge and you're putting in the, you know, and we're doing what we're doing. And like, I think we, we definitely got something. Like, I know for a fact we yeah. got something. I, I, don't, I don't fuck with no booty shit. <laughs> Word. I don't know. That's pause true. on that. I don't know if that was a pause. All right. Well, um, <laughs> I thank you for joining. I thank you for joining me on this Sunday, and um, you know, t we got a couple more surprises in store for oh. the people. So y'all just stay tuned. Hell yeah. Please but, stay tuned. Yes, please do, because the next two. Ooh. 
yeah, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be a smash. So with that being said, uh, Mika, thank you for joining me. I'm about to get ready to get out of here. Uh, we're gonna catch you know Uncle John and Wild Stalker and yes. you know Ghost Nate Killer and and the Revada being hosted by my artist Fly Anakin. So yes. you know we got Fly some things Anakin. to get into tonight. So thank you for joining me on on this Sunday night. Of course, of course. Thank you so much. All right, Mika, peace. Peace. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's what it is, man. We're here. Shoot. Season three, episode eight. We got two more to go. Two more to go. And trust me, you do not want to miss it. Um, I like to thank all my supporters as usual. You know what I'm saying? Uh, our family of sponsors, of course. You know, uh, Grown Fresh NYC, Street Fatigues, House of Customs MD, and that's House of Customs with a K. So what's the scenario? Hip-hop car game. You know, shout out to everybody who usually tunes in with us every other Sunday. Um, we're in our third season. We're at 1,900 plus subscribers now on podcasts on Vivo. We are Apple, SoundCloud, <laughs> shoot, Audio Mac, Spotify. You know, tell a friend, tell a friend, man. Make sure y'all comment, share, and rate, and keep helping us grow. And um, until next time, you know, y'all be good to each other. Y'all be safe, you know, wear your mask, practice social distancing, you know, and check on your loved ones, but most important, you know, always check on yourself. Um, until next time, we out. Peace. Water fountain, no, now the money fountain close. Drink them out of window, pre-mecca, Malcolm on. Honda silver pot, hoes, no pot to pissing. Rich or poor, depending if they got your pops in prison. Early morning samples, nigga, chop it up. Uncut on the scramble, nigga, chop it up. Got the line down the block, shorty, chop it up. Got it grind for the spot, shorty, clap it up. If you need a con, do it, come and chop it up. Deep us in, I'll be as you count it up. Commission table with.